0: There are all kinds of ways to fund your business, um, and investors is obviously one of them. But a lot of people, the, the investing that, that most people hear about that's in the press, et cetera, is venture capital, right? So, everyone thinks they should go out and get venture capital. That is a very specific kind of funding for fast-growth companies that are going to hopefully, you know, the venture capitalists believe make them a lot of money on the other side when there is some kind of exit. And so you need to step away for a second and try to figure out what kind of company am I trying to build? And as a result of that, what kind of money should I be going out and trying to get?
1: Welcome to Become a Media Maven. Today, you are going to meet JJ Ramberg. I recently met JJ Ramberg after I was chatting about podcast clout with somebody. He said, hey, you should meet JJ. She has a new podcast app. And I told you a little bit about this last week at the end of my interview with Trey. It's pretty cool. It's like the Goodreads for podcasts. You can see what other podcasts your friends are listening to, what they're liking. If you have your own podcast, it'll be found a little bit more easier than it would be if you didn't have good pods. So make sure you check out that app. I will link to it in the show notes for this episode. And JJ is gonna tell you her story on how she created this app. I learned something new today doing this episode that it is not the first piece of technology that she created. So this isn't her first uh, ride around the block with this kind of thing. And she doesn't have a tech background. So she's gonna kind of explain how she did it and how you can do it. If you don't know anybody in tech, and if you don't have any money, maybe you just have an idea, she's going to break down how you can be a successful tech company owner like her in this episode. Ever wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor, Christina Nicholson, shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Hi, JJ. Thank you for joining me on Become a Media Maven.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so happy to talk to you.
1: I'm excited to talk to you because you are, I mean, we're kind of similar in a couple of ways. We come from the media industry and now we both have these new tech companies that focus on podcasts. And I don't know about you, but I know nothing about software or technology. Like I, I had the idea and I have other people implement it. Are you like that too? Or do you know about like tech and app creation and all of that?
0: Uh, well, this is my second tech company. So I cut my teeth on my first one, but I am not a programmer. I'm not an engineer. I very much wish I were, but yeah, like you, I surround myself with people who know more about that than I do.
1: Okay. So I want to hear more about that because I didn't know it was your second tech company. And I love talking to people on the podcast and like learning new things about them. So that was fun for me just now. (laughs) So we'll talk about the first one, but first I want to focus on good pods because that's, that's how I came to know you. My definition of good pods is it's like the good reads, but for podcasts. And I'm sure you can explain it a little bit better, but explain what it is, how the idea came about, and then we'll just kind of backtrack into where it is today.
0: Yeah, perfect. You're exactly right. It's the good reads for podcasts or the Instagram or Twitter for podcasts. it's, It's basically... In summary, a place where you go, where you can follow friends and influencers and groups to see what they're listening to. And the reason we started this is, well, it's two two sides really, but as a listener, I listen to so many podcasts and I used to go out for a run and spend literally the first 20 minutes of my run, like, well, what should I listen to? What and then I'd only have 10 minutes left to go running, right? And I'd call my brother up or my sister, or my best friend, or I'd be searching Twitter to say, what's the best podcast? And I wanted a place to go at that moment in time to just say, what are people who I respect listening to? Okay, play or bookmark for later. So it just makes the whole discovery process easier. But on the podcaster side also, I had a podcast when I worked with NBC News, and I found that most people learned about me through word of mouth, even though I had this whole big show behind me. And so we wanted to just make word of mouth more efficient and also just get away for people who didn't have these huge marketing dollars, you know, have a way of them to make more efficient word of mouth.
1: OK, so something that I told you that I was like super impressed by is your marketing and your marketing is very word of mouth driven. And I mean, there is nobody better than to use their mouth to spread the word on this than Kim Kardashian West. And she did. So and I mean, I think Katie Couric's on Good Pods. Like, obviously, you have some contacts from working in the news. But how are you getting these big names who we all know talking about Good Pods? It's
0: been really fun and really interesting because, yeah, it's social media. It's a social media platform for podcasts. So inherently, it is social and people are spreading the word to their friends because it works better when you have friends on it. And the people, those big influencers who we've gotten on board, some of them have been through personal contacts um, and a lot of them have been just, we don't know them. They discovered the platform. We've been really lucky like that. But I think it's because people really love podcasts right now. And the discovery issue is a big issue for everyone. So, for example, Alyssa Milano tweeted about it the other day. I don't know Alyssa Milano, um, but she's a podcaster and she listens to podcasts. She has things that she really cares about it and cares about. So we felt we feel just really lucky that we've created something and good. Maybe not. It's all luck. (laughs) I hope some work, too. But, you know, we feel really good about the idea that we've created something that, That people are interested in
1: and you can actually so I have the app pulled up here for people watching on YouTube and not listening uh just on the podcast but you're watching this too um you can actually listen to podcasts through the app correct
0: Yeah, the easiest way to engage with good pods is to just use it as your player. And when you do, then when you listen to something, it goes onto your profile. Though, I wanna make very clear, you can make anything private that you want. And then it's also, you're sharing it with your friends and you can again have a public or private account. You can have public or private postings. Um, You're sharing it with your friends and it's also just the way if you're scrolling through your feed and I'm like, oh, Christina, listen to that. That's cool, play or bookmark for later.
1: Yeah, I love that because just comparing it again to Goodreads, I was very late to the game on Goodreads and I'm a big reader. I love seeing what other people are reading and what they are rating that book as. Like a lot of times that's how I determine what I read next. And Goodpods, I mean, that'll I'll find so many new podcasts that way as well. Now you said this is your second tech company. So like what was your first and how did like that come about?
0: Um, Well our first one we actually have something new coming out with our first one which is exciting so I'll tell you quickly what it was. Um, So Good Good Shop and Good Search is a search engine and then also coupon site that donates a percentage of what people spend to their favorite cause. So you can find the best coupons on Good Shop for all kinds of stores and if you designate a cause or yourself you can get cash back too. Money goes to either yourself or the cause. So we've donated more than 13 million dollars to users causes but what is exciting to me is that we just launched an offshoot called search kibble and search kibble is a search engine that you use exactly as you do any other search engine but every time you do a search you're feeding a shelter pet so we're really really excited about that
1: okay when did you create that
0: <laughs> that that has also been in the past year so it's an offshoot of it's an offshoot of of our other companies so um it's been around a while this is just a, a version that is a hundred percent focused on shelter pets because what's happening right now is there are all these stories right about how during the last year during COVID and pandemic there were so many dogs and cats adopted But what hasn't gotten as much attention is that all of these shelters, which rely so much on donations, have not received the donations that they have in past years. And so we wanted to go and make sure that no shelter animal ever goes hungry.
1: When did you create Good Shop?
0: Uh, A Good Search and Good Shop was started in 2005.
1: Were you done with news by then? No,
0: no, no. So I was working at CNN. I left CNN to um, work on my company, Good Search, it was at the time, and then I was doing, um, I was just freelancing, kind of helping out CNN when they needed me once in a while, and so I was filling in for someone at the Stock Exchange, and while I was there, MSNBC had just done a deal to start a new show about entrepreneurship, and they were looking for a host, And at the time, the executive producer looked up on the TV and saw me on CNN and said, what about her? (laughs) And so called his friend at CNN and said, is she under contract? And they said, no, here's her contact information. And they called me and said, would you like to come to MSNBC and host the show? It's going to be a six month long show. I just launched my company, but I was like, oh, it's going to be six months. How fun. It's about a topic that I know a lot about and interested in. I can do both for six months. And then that show ended up being on the air for 12 or 13 years. So so it was a crazy time. I launched my show. I launched my company. I got married. I had three kids. There was a lot going on in those days.
1: Okay, let's talk about creating a tech company, having no tech experience. Personally, for me, even though I hire people who are smarter than me, I still feel a lot like I'm I'm in over my head, specifically when they try to talk to me about things. I'm like, listen, you have to pretend I'm five years old. Like, they speak to me and it's like another language. And I'm like, dumb this down for me. Like, this is how I want it to look and work. So, can you just do that? And then they do it. And then they try to, you know, come back and give me the information of how they did it. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. So, for people, (laughs) and I know a lot of people, they're like, I have to get into software or apps or technology because that's where the world's going and that's where you can you can make money if you monetize it and you don't have to, you know, work your typical nine to five hours. So how do you start something like this if you know nothing about tech and coding and all of that, like you said, you, you didn't know at the beginning?
0: No, though, I did have a co-founder. So my brother is my co-founder and he... And my mom actually co-founded a very successful company, which didn't start out as a tech company but became one. And so, again, I had um, I had someone with me who had already been through this before. And I think it is like anything; you have to get someone around you who you trust, who can play translator for you, and who you feel like you can ask all the questions of, and not and be confident enough to know that you're good at what you're good at, they're good at what they're good at, and so ask what sounds like a dumb question to you. Don't pretend like you know something that you don't and ask again and ask again and and know when to just let people go do their thing because you trust that they're good at what they do and that you have the same goals.
1: And the co-founder part, that's honestly something I never even thought of. But now that I'm in a couple of coaching programs for people creating software, I see that a lot. I see people looking for co-founders because they either have an idea but not the tech experience, or they have the tech experience and they're looking for somebody with the idea. So that's a brilliant partnership.
0: I was just gonna say one other thing that we've done is we've had people who um, are CTOs at other companies who we're good friends with, who we have had help us do the interview process for people in our companies throughout time because they can ask the questions that I don't know I don't understand, but they very much understand that world. I trust them, their ambitious experience, successful, et cetera. So that's, if you are alone in doing this, you can get someone else to help you with the interview process. And how do you find those people? Um, well, for us, it's been people that we know and have worked with or are friends with. And so... And you need that because ultimately you're relying on their opinion of, will this person be good for my company or not on the things that you know more about than I do. So it's tricky because you have to trust that person first.
1: And for people who don't have, you know, a brother who could be a co-founder, how or you're just starting, you just have the idea and you know, nobody, how do you suggest people find people to even get started? Like I have an idea, this would make a great app or great software, a great website, but I don't know even where to begin in execution. What would you tell people? Cause you've done this successfully a couple of times.
0: You, you just have to start talking to people. So let, pe- you know, let your friends know, let anyone you meet at a dinner party know. You just, everyone's out there willing and wanting to help but they can't help you if they don't know what you need help with.
1: And let's go back to good pods. Because something that I've asked you a couple of times, just going through the app and using it, I'm like, how is she making money off of this? And after you told me about Good Shop and then Search Kibble, I'm like, oh, JJ's just an amazing person who loves to give value to everybody because right now <laughs> you're not monetizing Good Pods. And you're, I mean, you told me like right now that's not the focus. We just want to grow it, we want people to learn about it. And I feel like, A, that's a great attitude to go into it with because you're you're not, I guess, stressed by the monetization aspect of it. Um, But tell people, I mean, a little bit about your reasoning behind that because I feel like so many people, the whole idea, the whole reasoning of starting a business or a tech company is to make a lot of money, but you're kind of going about it a different way. Well, I think
0: ultimately, if you're starting a company, the goal has to be, one of the goals has to be to make money or else you'll have a company that can't sustain itself. So it is not, this is not a, you know, out of the goodness of my heart, we're gonna be paying for this out of our pockets forever company, right? So if we want this to be an ongoing concern, um, ultimately revenue is important, but we understood that what we were building, um, it has to have people right? So, so good pods is much more valuable to advertisers, sponsors, et cetera, once we have a good loyal audience. And so as a startup with limited resources and, a, you know, a team we're just starting, we had to decide where are we going to focus our time. And so we made a decision not to focus on out getting revenue, but focus on making the very best product we could for our users.
1: I think that's, super important and people probably don't take the time to do that and that's why right when they launch they fall flat you're being very patient and very strategic i think about the launch of good pods
0: uh yeah i hope to I, I think that too i hope i hope that's what we're doing <laughs> yep.
1: and when did good pods officially launch
0: we launched um last march so about a year ago and officially is is a weird term because I mean we remember March 2020 right it was we just all went into quarantine and the world was very scary and unknown and uncertain and we had launched to a small beta group ahead of time so it was out there in a very limited way and we had to decide should we launch how do we launch given what changed in the world and so we didn't have like this big flashy we're here kind of thing because it just, it wasn't right for the time. And so we we launched very quietly um, and then it just started spreading through word of mouth to people.
1: That's amazing. Um, and yeah, word of mouth through like people like Kim Kardashian West tweeting about it <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Let's talk about funding real quick because there's a couple of ways you can do it. Obviously you can self fund it, just use your own money. And then a lot of people in this space get investors. What is your advice to people on that? Because it can get expensive if you are self-funding and then getting investors. That's a whole like I know nothing about that. I know it's very in-depth and very complicated and I know specifically women, I think they they account for like 2% of the tech founders that actually get funding. 98% are men. So what do you suggest for people who again, they have an idea they're talking to people. Maybe they're finding people who can help them, but money's an issue.
0: Right. So, um, yeah. So, one other thing to know about me is I spent those 12 years when I was hosting the show on MSNBC, it was about entrepreneurship. So, we covered this. You know, I, I've done it personally, I've done it on boards, I've done it as a journalist. There are all kinds of ways to fund your business, um, and investors is obviously one of them. But a lot of people, so the, the investing that, that most people hear about that's in the press, et cetera, is venture capital, right? So everyone thinks they should go out and get venture capital. That is a very specific kind of funding for fast growth companies that are going to hopefully, you know, venture capitalists believe make them a lot of money on the other side when there is some kind of exit. And so you need to step away for a second and try to figure out what kind of company am I trying to build? And as a result of that, what kind of money should I be going out and trying to get, whether that's venture capital or angel funding or a loan or peer-to-peer loans or taking out debt on your credit card, which is risky, or your mortgage, which is risky. Um, but but there, there are just so many different places to try and get money, and you have to understand your business in order to decide where you should be focusing.
1: And where would you suggest, I mean, you have to understand your business and the goals, um, and again, I'm glad you made that point because that's where my mind goes, just venture capital. Cause I guess that's, I mean, I guess that's the sexy thing, right? Like we see it on shark tank, people making these deals and whatever else. And I feel like a lot of, for me, a lot of the dialogue around finding investors, like the tech talk, it's a little over my head. Um, obviously Getting a loan, I guess, getting a business loan. you know it's different from getting a mortgage. So, where do you suggest people go for resources if they're, again, they have the idea they have the people. How do I get money now to execute this? where are there any any websites, any books that you could you could recommend for listeners?
0: Oh, God, there's so many books, and I'm sure websites too, I can't throw any out there right now that I um can think of. It's funny. I used to I spent so many years as a journalist, I could rattle these off, but now it's been a couple <laughs> of years. Um, but, uh, but again, I would start talking to people. So there are amazing resources out there. There's this organization called SCORE. I don't know if you know about it.
1: I've heard of it, yes. It's,
0: a, it's through the SBA um, and the SCORE organization, but it is free consulting from people who have been there and done that. So if you call SCORE, they will connect you with someone who, you, who can be your advisor? Who's been through all of this? And again, it depends on who you get. You might get someone amazing. You might get someone who you don't connect with or who doesn't really have the advice for you, but you can change. Um, and I would, if you are really starting from ground zero, I would go someplace like that, where you can talk to someone. They put you with someone often in your industry also who's just doing this as a volunteer. And then there are all kinds of groups out there for women. Mm-hmm. There's this really neat group called Hey Mama that you can join with a lot of women. I mean, it's women, working women in general, but there are a lot of entrepreneurs. There's an organization called Entrepreneurs Organization. Um, there are just a lot where you can, oh, there, uh, Hello Alice is another one. That's for women also. I should not just focus on women here. <laughs> um, but there are lots of neat places you can go where you get kind of a board of advisors, you know, other people like-minded who are going through similar issues or have been through them who can help you out with all of these questions. Because the one thing that people need to remember is that you should not be reinventing the wheel. You have a question, somebody out there knows the answer to it. Like when I um my other company, when I had to uh to get a um, health insurance. It could have taken me eight weeks to research that. Instead, I just called my friend Matt and said, hey, what do you use for your company? So you wanna get a network of people who you can ask questions of.
1: Yeah, and a trusted network. Like don't take advice from the cheap seats because there's a lot of people in the cheap seats who are so excited to give you advice. Like I wish I had a dollar for every non-business owner who gave me advice on being a business owner. Like, what the hell is your opinion based on? So like, consider the source. And those are all great resources. I'm going to put them in the show notes. And um, I'm going to ask the listeners to follow me and follow JJ on Good Pods. I'm going to link to Good Pods in the show notes for this episode. JJ, is there anything you want to add? Can you share what is next for Good Pods?
0: Uh, Well, we just launched groups, which is what I'm very excited about. So I'm really focused on that. So you could join, you know, you can create a small group with like you and your three best friends, kind of like a book club, or you could join a big group like True Crime Lovers. And so um, that just like we're in the very beginning stages of that. And I am really excited. Oh, here's what I want to share. If there's anyone out there with like an 11, 12 or 13 year old who listen to podcasts all the time, please create a group. (laughs) <laughs> for these kids because I'm constant, I'm in the podcast world and I'm still constantly looking for great things for my kids to listen to.
1: That's good. That'll be super helpful. Like the best podcast for what do you call them tweens.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's great, right? Tween podcast group. It's amazing. Then I would just send my kids there. Or every time we hop in the car to go to school, hopefully soon, we will be you know, <laughs> looking through that group to see what to listen to.
1: I love that. Awesome. JJ, anything else you want to add that I should have asked?
0: Oh, no. But thank you so much, Christina, for everything and all your support with Good Pods. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you for everything and all your support. I love that you're willing to like hop on a call with me anytime and just chat about what you're doing. And I share what I'm doing and I love it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, we're all helping each other. Like it's it's a crazy world out there right now and we should all be helping each other with whatever we're trying to do.
1: Make sure you download the Good Pods app for all of those resources that she talked about like Score, Hey Mama, Hello Alice, the Entrepreneurs Organization. Check out the show notes. You can access those anytime for any episode at becomeamediamaven.com or right here where you listen to podcasts.